0: Welcome to the Chunk Time Outfit Podcast, prelim final week 2020, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who threw a Bundy and Coke at Richmond's Tom Lynch, it's Adam good uh, G'day Michael, it's a grand final week, you can smell it in the air, it is going to be
1: fantastic. I'm in Victoria, there will be no game here, what a disaster, we will get to that. Got to pick you up on something, was not throwing a Bundy and Coke at Tom Lynch, so... Oh. Um, please take Fake that back. Fake in- Incorrect. Completely incorrect information. I aimed that fair and square at the back of Tom Brown's head, <laughs> and that has been so misreported. I threw a bucket of Matani chicken salted chips at Tom Lynch, but no one brings that up, do they? I oh, know it's all about the it's all about the uh, the Bundy and Coke Bacaki that was aimed in his direction, but not aimed directly at him. I didn't say Tom Lynch, uh, sorry, Tom Brown. It was just too many Toms. I didn't like it. I didn't like what was going oh, no. on down there. I hate both
0: of them. I had to get it into them. No, when I saw it on, the, when I saw it happen live, actually, and I thought, man. that Were you flabbergasted? Year... Were you shocked? Yeah, I thought that year 7 kids, that, that's his pocket money. He's wasted yeah. that on a Bundy and Coke. <laughs> it's gone, mate. He's... And probably,
1: you know when you're all messed up and you're all just like fucking jittery and you're holding a Bundy and Coking. You don't really want to be, oh, fucking, I'm either going to fight that bin or I'm going to throw this, so you end up throwing that, which is probably a better thing, better for the bin. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I think most of it actually did end up going on the camera crew and the like. Not too much went yeah. on Tom Lynch, yeah. Um, but then he he was very stoic, very stoic. Oh, mate, that, that guy, there is nothing that Tom Lynch can't
1: handle. If he can handle an almost Bundy and Coking in the face, yeah, like right like – right, you know, it's just... It was, a, it was a coward Bundy and coking, is the way I saw it.
0: And how deliciously Port Adelaide was it? It was so deliciously Port yeah. Adelaide. And I, do, I mean, we don't have confirmation. I mean, we, the, the, the the fluids are still at the lab getting tested. But if it was a Scotch and Coke, okay, fine. Mm. But a Bundy and Coke just adds that little extra layer on top of it. Now, you know what? I reckon, though, because Tom Lynch said it was a Bundy and Coke. Now, this is a man
1: who spent a lot of time on, on the, the Gold, Gold Coast. Coast. Right? So he knows that sickly <laughs> <His> sweet smell... <laughs> Of Bundy and also he could probably see it start to eat through the clothing and the metal on the camera And as it started to sizzle he went, oh that's (laughs) fucking Bundy, I am so lucky Because if that had got in Tom Lynch's eyes, he's not playing in the 2020 grand final He's
0: blinded for life He's like a fucking beagle, he can sniff out Bundy from like 50 kilometres away
1: yeah, he knew that was coming well
0: before it was even thrown. He was like, fuck, I think there's a Bundy and Coke in the forward pocket. Dude, that's why he wants to play in the middle. So he's not now the other end where the bars are. So that he can't smell the Bundy. Well, I always thought
1: that they kind of did those um, interviews sort of closer to the centre. So it was either they were way too close to the boundary or someone down there has got a fucking great arm. <laughs> and also, okay, post-game. Who the fuck
0: is still holding a full Bundy and Coke? Yeah, for sure. Because I think Tom would have had to, they have to, you know, wave to the crowd. He would have gone into the room. He rooms. wasn't in his jumper, was he? No, he was in, a, in his tracksuit kind of polo or whatever. So yeah. he, he probably uh, went and did the song, probably had a chat with the coach, probably a warm down, probably get some food into him, and mm. then comes out and does the interview. So let's just say roughly, let's say at best that's like half an hour afterwards, okay? Yeah, It could be even 45 there's still, a, there's still a fan who's been nursing that Bundy Since, yeah, to, yeah. since the end of the third quarter <laughs> Although although like, having said that Having said that When you are
1: in a corporate box You still get access once the final siren has gone So perhaps yeah, sure. Koshi, Who was in the <laughs> AFL box Has gotten his Bundy in Coke We didn't see who it was I don't see Channel 7 complaining about it No So all of a sudden I think David Kosh down there He's gone Fuck this guy it's a, And just fucking launched it and Channel Seven, they mate, turn the cameras around. Easy to find. There's cameras everywhere. It's, oh, well, there's no CCTV at the Adelaide Oval for this incident. It's fucking costly. It's you.
0: a cover-up. It goes all the way at the top. There'd be secure, it does. There'd probably be security footage that we might, might be able to find. It could be like a bit of a Zapruder's thing. You know what, Vision. You know what vision would? You know where it's coming from, mate. If we
1: if we get go to the AFL, you get the behind the goals vision, and you you know what? I would love to break that down in the lab.
0: Yeah, sure. The arc, yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. Go in there, just because I mean it'd be a bit quieter now because there's only one game left, so you could yeah. really you could really take your time with it.
1: Oh exactly and you got the integrity unit just sitting there going all right we can see this coming from a mile <laughs> away this bloke it's 20 minutes into the fourth quarter why is that guy they should have been onto it why is that guy nursing a bundy and coke why he hasn't had a can... sip of that for
0: ages why is that guy he's he's standing next to a cash cow of some type
1: yeah it's coming it's but then but then Tom Lynch afterwards so uh there was a he went over to a young boy in the crowd yeah and so this young kid was a little bit distressed. Now, he was a Port Adelaide supporter. He was there with his dad or one yeah. of his dads. So the, kid,
0: the, um, the kid was about eight, do you reckon? And so, yeah, his dad probably, probably about 17, do Seventeen. you 17. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> and so the kid was distressed that
1: the Port Adelaide supporters in the crowd, the Port Adelaide supporters in the crowd... Had uh, teed off and didn't handle the loss very well, and the dad said to the kid, "This is not how you lose. You don't. This is you accept a loss. You don't. Uh, you don't throw stuff at Tom Lynch. This is not the way we react." And so the little kid went over to say, "Hey, wanted to say congratulations to getting in a grand final.
0: You low dog cunt. I fucking hate your guts." That was quite sweet though, wasn't it, the way Tom Lynch reacted, and also because of the quarantine or they um. You couldn't like you know give him a little hug or a handshake or anything. He had to kind of stay separate, and also yeah. it's, it's I mean it's a kid, but it's a Port supporter. So you also yeah. like, oh, go on, keep your distance. I don't, know, I don't know where you've been, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm glad there's a fence here. I mean, I, I'm, 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 port I'm support, pretending okay, a pretending it's A lot of Port supporters, uh, adults, uh, you know, they've <laughs> they've been bubbling, but it's uh, not the type of bubbling that uh, you want to think about.
1: No, that's right. You don't want to get too <laughs> you don't want to get too close <laughs> to this kid. So it was. It was a lovely touch, and it did. It, do you think it softened um, Tom Lynch in people's eyes, or do you still do you still hate him and want him to lose this Saturday night?
0: Uh, I, 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 we can talk about that later. I, I, I feel like I'm leaning towards Geelong um, in terms okay. of the emotional journey. But um, it was a good now. One thing game I did though. want to. St- it was a great game. I did want to stick
1: with. Now it is one of the greatest things we have in our game. Is the pre-game entertainment or the pre-game uh, lead-in at a Port Adelaide home game, oh, Okay, yeah. the Never Tear Us Apart. The one thing that really bothers me about it, now, i am it's a great spectacle. It sounds great when they all chant out, Never Tear Us Apart. It looks great holding their scarves up, but I'm not an NXS fan, right? And so I kind of didn't really know a lot about that song, but I'd listened the last couple of times. I thought, I'm going to have a listen to the lyrics, right? And it has absolutely nothing to do with, sport or a sporting
0: con- no, context no no I, I imagine it's a romantic song about you know michael hutchins singing to about kylie or something is, is that what it is never Terrace us
1: well he basically starts off with we could live for a thousand years yeah but if i hurt you i'd make wine from your tears yeah okay so he's giving himself he's already saying i'm jesus at this point yeah i'm immortal Just make him- <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, wine from your that, tears. That, that, that uh, came yep. to backfire on him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we know it's not true, buddy. Uh, you would have made a lot of wine. Um, Make wine from your case. tears. Okay, yeah, oh, I yeah. can handle that. And he says, I told you that we could fly because mm-hmm. we all have wings, but some of us don't know why. I, 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 I. He said, I was standing, you were there, two worlds collided and they could never tear us apart.
0: Mm, okay. So is it maybe like a uh, maybe a volatile relationship that you know, I'm not Perhaps. suggesting anything nefarious, but like a kind of uh mm. you know, it's a it's a would a passionate relationship, but maybe it's um
1: Well it b- sounds like two people from the other side of the tracks. It works in a showdown sense because you know, you got Adelaide from the Toffee side of the tracks, you got Port Adelaide, they get there. Although you could tear them apart. You can actually Maybe if it's in a punch on, you could never tear us apart because I'll fucking I'll gouge your eyes out, mate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can, can continue.
1: Well, that that's oh that's the bit they do. That's the bit, do. That's okay. a bit, and then the siren goes, and we're fucking away. But I just thought it's just such an odd song. I understand that it works and it does. It you know tingles down the spine. Yeah, for sure. But when you listen to the lyrics and you just go, mm, I don't know what this has got to do with them um, football.
0: Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff would be littered with um those kind of. Uh, people k- taking on to a particular song, it'd be littered with people singing it one way, but the meaning is completely different. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend who I think, uh, I can't remember who it was, went to a um a Pearl Jam concert years ago, and it was a guy and a girl anniversary in the front row. And he was like, I'll dedicate what, what song do you want us to play? And he was like, um, Better Man. And he was like, I don't, I don't think you want me to play that song on that anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. You haven't listened to the lyrics, have you, son? (laughs) So, yeah, there's that kind of thing. People take on different meanings just through the the chorus.
1: Anyway, what I'm saying is, shut it down, Port Adelaide. Makes no fucking sense. Yeah,
0: okay. Gotcha. Um, So, Adam, uh, live show.
1: It's going to be huge this Sunday, 4 o'clock, Australian Daylight saving time. Yes. And for the first time, we can be watched anywhere in the world. We so are. come along, international junk timers, or uh, Western seaboard, or uh, Central uh, time, or New Zealand people who want to, you know, clock in at six o'clock. It's going to be. It's going to be on for young and old.
0: Yeah, so this year it's going to be on Zoom. So it's uh, two guys, one cup, Junk Time. So our friends Will Anderson and Charlie Claeson will be joining us. Um, and so you just will be get the ticket at trybooking.com. Just type in Junk Time or Two Guys One Cup, um, and we'll fling you the link kind of later in the week. So we're all yeah. ready to go. All ready to go. Oh yeah, it'll
1: be it'll be sent as late as possible because you know we don't want it, you know, being saturated, put out on fucking Reddit, all that sort of shit. We, we're <laughs> trying to keep it. Yeah, as, you we're, you we're know, trying to keep tight
0: security as we can. <laughs> we're trying to keep it off the dark web. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, grab your tickets. Fifteen bucks. Try booking, but it's going to be a cracker. And um. And you know, I'm I'm crossing my fingers. Mm. It's going to be a cracking game. They match up. Pretty I think this equally. will
1: be. I uh, yeah, absolutely. It it. For me, Richmond are, I think are going in favourites in this one. I think because they just even though Geelong were probably the easier winners on the weekend. I just thought Brisbane weren't as good. And so ju- I thought Richmond's win was better. Mm-hmm. And they just... They, they're just fucking relentless, Richmond. They're mm. unstoppable. Mm. And the only thing that you want to be stopped is their fucking fans and how shitful... You thought Hawthorne supporters were... Well, you didn't. But the greater... Um, Population mm-hmm. Thought that you people Were the worst in the world But We have a new level Of insufferable Of Richmond Oh my god Like you know when Brisbane Won three in a row And you were kind of like Good on them yeah. This is okay yeah. We're all okay with it, it.
0: You didn't know any Brisbane supporters And then also and You were happy were for the, You were happy for the Fitzroy ones as well
1: yeah, and they were beating Collingwood So they were doing us all a favour yep. So everyone was like, good on you And then, you know, they beat Essendon, which was great yep. No one fucking begrudged them that They lost to Port and You're like, you gave it a crack You nearly got there mm. But then you fucking low dogs come along And yeah. I don't reckon even people At least Geelong took a, every second year off When yeah, they yeah. won theirs Yeah, yeah So they didn't completely dominate They went, you know, three in What was it, four years? Three and six, five
0: Yeah, Yeah, seven, nine, eleven. Yeah, yeah. So I figure like they had a gap year, which was lovely. I figure like the community gets very tired very quickly of teams at the top. So this is the the fourth year of Richmond. I mean, you know, you think about it, man. They should have won that, you know, three in a row now. But this is their fourth year, and so people get tired very quickly. We want to kind of we want it to be shared around a little bit, I suppose. The, The mindset of the football field when it's not your team.
1: And the idea that, you know, uh, because when we all sat through the first lockdown, we all watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan, and now, of course, it's The Last Dance of Gary Ablett, and so everyone is tying that together. So there's a bit of romance about Gary Ablett going out on a high. Yeah, sure, As sure. one of the greatest, you know, players we've seen in
0: a, in modern times, Michael. And that makes me lean towards Geelong, actually, because, I mean, Geelong over one, us in 2011. I'm a Hawthorne fan, I don't like them, but at the same time... Yeah, I was going to say, is that hard for you to yeah, say? Yeah, it is, it is, because I'm a... I'm, I'm a I'm I'm tired of Richmond, I don't want them to kind of, you know, do it again, um, yep. and um, and then also, just, you know, it is a nice story about Gary, but you think about it, you know, grew up, um, son of a club legend, one of the greatest players ever, um, uh, Dr. Gary Ablett Sr., um, football and uh, epi- epidemiologist, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Uber driver Goes to the club, he gets told his shit Got to pull his finger out, becomes a great player Wins two flags and then Like a um, low dog He um, just cashes up Over the Suns Uh, You know, cracks the stats when they're no good And comes back to Geelong And then in these final years Of his career, he has Transformed his game to become The biggest sniper in the history of the game And I mean, that's a story I can get behind what a, what a great docker. I, who worldwide,
1: even if you've never heard of fell. when you're tuning into that and you're watching in 2019 as Gary Ablett elbows
0: his third person in
1: four weeks and you're
0: like, how have I
1: not heard of this guy?
0: It's awesome. I mean, I'm writing the film script right now. I'm going to buy the rights. And I just yeah. like to see it that on the podium, right? On the podium mm. as he goes up to get his medal, right? Um, as he just runs by Craig Willis. If he just gives him a little, a little elbow to the back <laughs> of the head <laughs> just to send him off. Will okay. Will Craig uh, Willis be there? Yes.
1: Question without notice. That is to a very yourself. good question. That is a very good question. So have they have they thought ahead? Did they go? We need Willis up here in it. Like, is he was he a last minute thought? And they put put him in the back of the truck with the MCG goal Square.
0: That's a good question. Um, or your um, I mean, they they're not getting Mike Brady there, and that's that. No. that was a simpler thing to do. Although I think it might be quite effective him playing on an empty MCG. But yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. I, did Craig Willis do voiceover for the Brownlow last night? He, no, they had female lady. Doing, I don't think he did. They had a lady doing the uh, doing the packages, like you know, yep. round four. Um, I don't think. I've, yeah, that's a really good question. Does he do Channel Seven stuff anymore?
1: I, I honestly can't. I, I don't know. I can't remember if, even if he did last year because I was um, you know drunk
0: and. So, okay, here's one. And did
1: anyone who wasn't Richmond actually see last year's presentation? Like, I reckon most of us would have drifted off at about three, half-time, three-quarter time, just gone out, kick the footy.
0: I hung around and watched the it. Kitchen. I hung around and watched it just by the fact I was like, oh, I'll watch it because we're doing the live show the next day. Yeah. But, um... Oh, you're good like that, mate. Your research, good on you. Here's an oddest kick question without notice. Given, mm. are they going to have little kids giving the medal? I mean, at the Brownlow last night, these people have been in hubs. And they, they didn't even put the medal around his neck. Yeah, that was really strange. But they came out
1: today and said that once the final siren goes, that both Richmond and Geelong are free of any hub um, protocols. So they can go party. They don't have to go back to the um, you know where they're staying at the Pines or at Southport or wherever. Uh-huh. They are completely free to be citizens. So uh, they can okay. you know jump into the crowd and whatever and they're not breaking anything. Oh, that's cool. So therefore the kids can... Give them the premiership medal huh. And I think they should There we go Oh that's nice That would be great How good would that If you're a little Oz kicker In Brisbane mm. Or South East Queensland And you love your footy mm. And you know You get to play every week And you maybe get to go to You know As many matches as you can go to But you, never in your wildest dreams Never Until China Came along They would be so Thankful that this wet market mm-hmm. got out of they would be the biggest wet market fans mm-hmm. that you have ever seen these They'd be going kids. They'd like be like, yeah. Oh mate,
0: you've got to put the bats next to the pangolins. All the little kids would be like, you know, usually like, I want to go to Disneyland, I wanna to go to Disneyland yeah, and these yeah. little kids are going, I wanna to go to the wet markets, I want to go to the wet markets. Oh, I wanna to go to Wuhan. <laughs> oh, you mean you wanna to go to Shanghai to watch some kill port? No, I fucking said Wuhan. <laughs> no, I mean, you wanna to go to Shanghai to um go to Disneyland. No, 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 no. Wuhan. Wuhan. <laughs> I wanna eat a koala <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They are delicious. <laughs> what are you th- What are your thoughts
1: on the MCG uh, being taken up to the Gabba? Yeah,
0: it's a bit unfortunate because it actually has to quarantine at a hotel for two weeks. They, they yeah. left it too late. <laughs> They're fucking blown. I think it's a little bit about a three by one meter kind of strip of dirt they were taking up to kind of place on oh, the. Oh, so it's okay. So I thought it was the whole gold square that they were taking no, up. No, 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 no. It was just like almost like a like rolling up a carpet essentially. So it wasn't particularly large, so they're going to replace that. But how do you feel if you're that bit of grass up at the Gabba, mm. all year you've played every game, and then yep. all of a sudden you get d- you get dropped in the final? Just fucking Derek cricket all over, kick it all over again for <laughs> for that strip of grass. And I and I bet the I bet the curator didn't even tell him to his face. <laughs> Probably got, let some, got someone else to do it for him. Yeah, the assistant curator. Hey, mate, you haven't cut it. But
1: fucking, I tell mate, you I what, I just had a, I had a flat prelim. <laughs> I tell uh, you what,
0: you, you, you were terrible. That bit of the gabber, I can I can see it being in, um <laughs> in Sydney next year. Yeah, at the Swans, and it'd be really fascinating to find out on um uh, turf radio during the off season yep. what the yeah deal will be. <laughs> It'll never talk to that um curator again
1: and i reckon once it retires that piece of grass is going to put on some serious fucking weight
0: yeah for sure i mean i gotta say that on turf radio costa is very good he knows (laughs) he knows all the ins and outs he knows all this shit
1: so they're taking it up in a refrigerated uh truck i think they should you know a few other things from the mcg like to give it so when richmond and and geelong rock up on the day you know they've got like you know half of lee matthews statue up there oh, you know? yeah, so they go yeah. is, is that lethal and they go oh, we just took the top half we didn't want to completely
0: desecrate it or a, a couple of urinal cakes from the mcg toilets that'd that they've nice. tossed around the gabba that'd be nice um you know they get those like outdated pictures of captains from the 90s that they have on the southern stand get them yeah yeah and go who the fuck was that guy <laughs> little things like that they could have they could have just done a bit more of it and i don't know i'll tell you what
1: though, it, so they're going to lay it down. So you've got a freshly, a freshly laid piece of grass that you didn't need to do. So they've had to rip up part of the gabber. Yeah. You don't want you don't want a key forward to get his feet caught in between two pieces of grass, go down first quarter, and they go. I reckon uh, that was a bad idea.
0: Imagine if that that actually happened. That'd be amazing if they actually picked out you know what the bit of grass is. Like, will we, will we, will it be spray painted a colour or something so we know that it is like. Or it could be just football folklore that you, you know someone kicks the goal after the siren from that spot of grass. From that spot, yeah. yeah. And you go, it was all because it was MCG. Gee, that grass would get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so it should. This is the no, only the, piece the, of grass that hasn't missed an a- <laughs> MCG, technically an MCG grand final. For in years the, Does that mean it has to come back or are we cross-pollinating
0: now? That's a really good question. There are so many questions. Mm. And but the one I probably <laughs> wonder more the most is <laughs> whose fucking idea was this? I think, I it's think a, it was... I feel like there was a sponsor on the truck. I can't remember what it was, but I feel Rebel. like it's... It came out of Rebel Sport. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's been yeah. paid for. So it's not like the AFL... Absolutely. ...a crime poor, and then you're going, oh, by the way, we're just um, driving up some grass.
1: No, it's just got... It's gotten people... Idiots are talking about it, um, and with nothing much to say about it, and making stuff up around it. And it's embarrassing that they've been sucked into
0: doing that. Hey, congratulations to... um. Uh, Lockie Neal Brownlee medalist. What did did he do? Did you watch the coverage last night? I
1: actually I saw a little bit of it I drifted in and out But um, you know what They It was um, It was fast
0: It was And that Is really enjoyable It was really set to time It was uh, I think went from 7 till 10 I think I checked when it ended But it's actually I I did the same kind of thing with you Like had it on But you know um, um, Focusing on my um, Buying and selling Bitcoin With Bomber and um, uh-huh. <laughs> yep. and uh, yeah, Gil ripped through it. But uh, it's one of those things as well, like where you're gonna go. I think it might be better without a crowd like that, and just have a few people around.
1: Well, again, when are we going to get? When are we going to get to the point where we say, "Who cares what a low dog umpire thinks of certain players?" And we go back to being in an MVP, which is peer voted, which is what you want. Because if I if you're a player and someone said Razor Ray really likes you and you go, oh, yeah, and they go, oh, and the Bont gave you 10 out of 10, you'd be like, well, of course, I'm, I am think I'm going to prefer that the Bont likes me rather than a little fuckwit that I've abused all day. And also that you have to be nice
0: to the umpires to be able to win it. That yeah, sucks. you got to be a suck, yeah. That's yeah. actually a really good, interesting question. If you got the Brownlow medal and you had like, you know, 22 votes and you found out like, you know, 10 of them came from Razor Ray, it t- mm. it'd tarnish it a bit, wouldn't it? You'd almost, yeah, I think so. You'd almost—I'd hand it back. You'd almost like they—if they—they uh, called you out on the stage, and you just kind of just wave your hand, just be like, "Nah, second place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it.
1: I don't want it." They should tell you afterwards who broke it down, and we can—and you know, we can't—we can't hear it, so they do it like in a in a glass booth, but we can watch Lockie Neal's face as he hears. I raise a ray, gave you eleven, and you just see him like, oh, fuck, "Really." <laughs>
0: That's fucked uh he was unlucky enough not to uh do the prelims he got dropped for the final three finals or as uh it's been
1: it's been tough it's been tough for all footballers uh football fans mm. to have to deal with that information um and to, uh, the way he took it I think was great you know he says he's been around long enough to know that this sort of you know that sort of thing is going to happen that he could be dropped and he says, and I love this sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail, yeah.
0: What's that mean? So sometimes, you're, the ha- hammer is hitting the nail. So you're getting you're getting whacked.
1: Would that be right? So yeah, but then if you're the nail, but if you're the hammer,
0: well, yeah, I suppose yeah. you're on top and you're the you're the forceful one. Hmm. I guess so. Hmm. It's unlike but razor. It's unlike Razor yeah. Ray to say something completely foolish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of g- he goes on to say, "I'll go away and because uh, he he says
0: he's not really clear." Uh, why he missed out. He said they didn't tell they didn't tell him, which I found quite yeah. interesting. Because he, I mean, he had the controversy of the bouncing and stuff. But he, he said, but I got like, I only fucked up two. Um, but he was doing it in that weird spot. But I find it weird they don't tell you why you've been dropped as well. That's a bit... You know, it, 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 constructive criticism. You know, or this is. I, I would have
1: thought he would find out. Yeah, he could be, but also he's he's really blaming the turf because he says the first night was difficult because of the real aid turf. Yeah, for me. yeah. That doesn't suit my technique. I'm not a prodigious bouncer of the football, so it puts me under the pump a little bit. But then he goes on to say, um, uh, what does he say? If you look over 16 years, I'll have three or four games in a season where I'll have a rough night. Mm. Well, that's that's like 25 percent, mate." Do you think
0: like four? How do you think they distribute the bounce? So, like, do you think if after like you do four and you mess them up each time, you probably lo- you probably do lose confidence? Do you think you can go the other umpire, by, hey, can you take the middle for a while? Or do you think if you're if you're on like the 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 fifty at the punt road end, mate, you have to low dog question without notice.
1: I I don't know how whether they rotate yeah. or whether they just go. You're doing this full quarter,
0: or mate, you got two shit ones and you're fucking gonski, or are you are you. Okay, or are you following the team? So you're down at Punt Road end, and then you go down the other end, because say like there's the forwards, and the, and like you, yep. so you almost get familiar with the game as they go. So you know, hey, I know you've been doing that all day. Okay, stop it.
1: Oh, but do you reckon they would talk about that? Yeah, that fucking lot of. A lot of low dog questions without notice that we cannot answer. You've got to get Razor around the show.
0: Ask these questions. Yeah, he would be very entertaining on the show. it would be. I actually think he would be. He would be a
1: good chat, and a, that's actually a, a good thing to ask him. I have no idea. Like, as you know, you don't really pay much attention to the rotations of the umpires because you just, as supporters, you learn to adapt to abuse him in whichever position on the ground he happens to be in. Now, a lot going on in the great state of uh, WA at the moment, Michael. We've got – there's a new mayor in Perth. We'll get to that in just a moment. Mm. But before we get to that, now, last week I was forced into an apology that um, clearly I didn't want to make because I – have really been wrong on this program. Yeah, we had
0: sponsors pulling out. King Tut's putt was furious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was brought to my attention because I said, apparently people in WA say, Grandy, mm-hmm. and then uh, we got some people saying, never heard that, that's absolute bullshit, and I was taken aback because my mail was was Tom Brown-esque. I was on the fucking money. I backed down a little bit from it, and then during the week, we were inundated with at least two messages if not more, that said WA, the sand molesters regularly say grandy. Yeah, so we have one Now here. you fucking the people who had a crack at me, I I fucking checked. I checked and I you know where I checked? I went to I went to Twitter, Michael. Now if mm-hmm. there is no greater source of reliable information. Uh, did you do your due diligence? I believe I might have. <laughs> I believe I was. And you know what the good thing is, if, if something like that on Twitter was untrue, Twitter would have said this is not um, Oh, they, factual, w- they, they would have know? flagged it. They would have flagged it yeah, and sure. they hadn't. And they check every tweet. <laughs> yeah, sure. So yeah. I was very confident that if they say if people are saying that WA people call it grandy, then it's fucking true. Yeah, for Twitter, sure. didn't flag it.
0: Twitter does that. there. Yeah, they they scan for QAnon and they scan yep. for grandy. That's what Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so okay, so we did a poll. And it came back 78.9% granny, 21.1% grandy. So that was the question, do you say granny or grandy? So 21%. So
1: 21.9, was it? 21.1. 21.1. So say two in every 10. So you're in a room and you go, let's go to the."
0: Two people go, grandy. And you go, get out. Fuck off. What what is that? So I think it's a thing that he's said, Said. but just not that Mm. common. But also... I'm also wondering if, because we did get a message saying maybe it's a generational thing, and I mean I know that you know kids say you know who are we versing this week? Oh. yeah. So they say stuff like that. So language kind of evolves, you know. It does. Um, it does sicken me. So does that mean that
1: grandy is becoming new, or is grandy slowly being weeded out? That, like the old, the
0: old fucks are dying off, and you go, my oh, granddad used to say grandy. Yeah, well, that is. probably call him. That, they probably call him grandy. Is a, that is obviously a question of that notice, and um, yeah. I might try and get back to you. But I think it's the thing that he said. Um, we mm. have a letter here from Joe. Um, Joe said, uh, as a former Victorian living in the great nation of uh, WA, <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> compelled to write I read Grandy. Adam had good information. I can confirm that mm. this is the correct t- translation in the local tongue. Thank uh, you, Joe. Consistent with the Sangropa group uh, uh, language. Um, yeah. And then he also makes the point as well. For example, Western Australians say palmy. Uh, oh. Instead of Palmer, yeah.
1: What is wrong with these people? What happens at the fucking border over there? No,
0: but I find that interesting because I think I've noticed McDonald's have now released like a Palmy Burger, and I, th- oh, I thought that would actually kind of that would have taken a bit of research to market to kind of work out. Hmm, what do we call it? Do we call it a Palmer Burger or do we call it a Palmy Burger?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think Palmy is particularly localized to WA. I think there are other freak states in the country, not just that one. Mm-hmm. But if you say, if you want to out yourself in Victoria when you're in a pub, go ahead, mate. (laughs) Ask for a palmy and a fucking schooner and see how fucking far you're getting side of of potato scallops and see how the fucking,
0: you'll get a schooner to the back of the head. That's what you'll get. Um, They actually, I saw an article this week. Queensland actually um, ran a competition and they uh, picked out the best potato scallop in the state. And uh, I thought it was really nice of Stewie Jue to judge the competition. The <laughs> <laughs> and we now have Basil, new mayor.
1: Basil has made it to new mayor. So, uh, huge congratulations. I know he's a big fan of the show. Yeah. Well, we're always behind you. Absolutely. For, from the get-go. How is this, though? So, he received 30% of the vote. He got 1,855 votes. Now... Sort of averaging that out, th- that means there was about 5,700 people voting. Yeah.
0: That seems abnormally low. Yeah, for sure. So I, I can't say it's a strong mandate, um, <laughs> but I think he only won by about 150 votes in the end. So does the Lord Mayor So is that like people who live in the city of Perth in the middle of town? So how many, yes, ha- I would say so. He's not. He's not greater. He's not doing the suburbs. He's not. He's not
1: heading out to Mount Lawley. I don't think he's got like Cotter's Low. I think he is the city of
0: Perth yeah. and not its suburbs. Yeah, sure. So I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I'm trying to. I haven't been in Perth for a bit. But like, you know, is it much? Is it a lived-in city? Like, in terms of, you know, the high-rise apartments, and all that kind of stuff. It's but he's voting compulsory. You know, because um, I mean, in Melbourne, if that say the Melbourne area is basically the CBD. Like, But see, then again, he was talking about homeless people in Northbridge. Now, is Northbridge
1: a suburb or is that just part of the city? No, so they, well, they're that's they're a good question.
0: Out. Yeah, so Northbridge is, you know, that that's just kind of a step out of the CBD. Yes, yeah. but you would say it's in the city. Uh, I suppose so, yeah, but I don't know if it's part of... I don't know. If, well, well, mate, I, I don't know mate,
1: if, mate, hey, hey, fucking Basil says it was. So okay, he gotcha, doesn't like yeah. the
0: homeless people there. Gotcha. Because I was gonna say, okay, because if he was walking down Northbridge and you said, hey, you know, teen, you know, pick that stubby up, and yeah. it's they would go, they either go, oh fuck, it's the mayor, we better do it, or they go, oh yeah. fuck, it's Basil resemblance, let's chuck it at his head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or if it wasn't a part of the city, they go, fuck off, mate, no, get to Perth. No, we're do, it's No
0: restriction, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we wish him the best. He's gonna have to—he's <laughs> uh, gonna quit his radio job. So he does breakfast radio over there. So he's gonna keep doing the commentating, um, and do you know sunrisey and stuff, and then also does news reading on Channel Seven. So he's still got would a you, lot on his plate. Would you have thought that being the mayor is that big a job? No, I reckon a lot of it be ceremonial. I think the most annoying thing would have to go to like functions, you know. Um oh, this, oh, right. you know, here's the choir from this school, and they want to sing a song, and you gotta go, "Huh, oh, isn't yeah. that lovely?" Oh, yeah, fucking great. Yeah. So I think that'd be the worst thing. But you get called cool chains. Yeah, they do. They, they, the robes are fucking great.
1: Yeah, yeah. He should big. he should go to the. If I was here, I'd be going to the footy in the robes.
0: Yeah, you know, he should host week weekday weekends sunrise right in the robes. Mm. Why not? Mate, you've earned them. Some more trouble over in WA. Jeez, it's a... It's a, it's it's a, a s- hot spot. <laughs> it's a spit. Um, <laughs> Jesse Hogan. Ah, he's disgusting, mate. Jesse Hogan. So he, well, probably finished the season, got to go home, had to quarantine at home for two weeks, but at home, so not hotel mm. quarantine. Yep. Uh, he was in court last week, I think it was, and he copped a fair yes. whack. He copped an eight grand fine. Yes, and and a uh, conviction, a recorded conviction. Sheesh, for this dude, for this. Oh yeah, mate. He he overstepped, and um, and he took it very seriously. Mm. Didn't want anybody in the house at all, uh, mm. and so he made sure that he waited all of twenty four hours before inviting somebody <laughs> over.
1: <laughs> yeah. So from what I can gather, he's uh, I think he's hit up on um, maybe a little Tinder. He's got a little Tinder action, and he said to the young lady, "Pop on over." But and this is what I like about Jesse because he knows he's. He knows he's doing the right thing. He said, don't park your car in the driveway. That's very smart. Uh, I thought, I wouldn't even think of that. I would not even think of that. Yeah, so um, you're too honest. You wouldn't do that.
0: No, but I wouldn't even think to tell them to park the car. It just wouldn't occur to me. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, that's very clever of you. Which means I think you've done and a lot. You've told people not to park your car in the driveway when maybe I've uh, another relationship might be driving past yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what i loved was that his lawyer
1: came out with the defense yeah. that he hadn't had any action yeah for a little bit of time because he'd been in the hub and yep. and well if you hear some of the rumors that doesn't stop some of the players <laughs> but anyway he basically said i'm in a bit of a drought fucking can you let me go and the, <laughs> and the judge went oh, come on mate we've all we've all been in drought, son yeah,
0: uh, yeah, it's probably deal like you it. know, it's probably a seventy-two-year-old man going. Um, I don't have any sympathy for you whatsoever, mate.
1: Yeah, and also uh, you've got the internet; you can look after yourself. Gladys B's getting action just because you're not fucking deal with it.
0: So, my understanding understanding the article is? I think they might have had an argument, and so she went to leave, yeah. and he was like, "Oh no, you've had a few drinks, so stay here because you can't drive." Um, yes, and very thoughtful. And then he must have, must have checked. They must have checked pretty quick because you know, so it's like day two. And you he got a knock on the door And I think he To his credit I think he actually confessed Because when I, when I heard That he You know That he, they come And unless us oh, no, No you know what that is, is That's fucking bragging That's not confessing <laughs> <laughs> Did you have someone over
1: Oh yeah <laughs> You yeah, got me she, Mate she was a 10 out of 10 <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry
0: hey, you want have a look at, photos You want to have a look at her She's hiding behind the couch <laughs> <laughs> just go have a look mate I thought I was to the parking car in, But she's fucking hot mate But that's the thing I thought He know, probably
1: called the cops Like he's really proud <laughs> I'm hearing the Jesse Hogan. I uh, put on a. Vo- oh, I hear Jesse Hogan's got someone over.
0: Because <laughs> I thought, wouldn't you try and hide behind the couch or something, or you know, hide under a bed or something? I I, I don't know how how much they um, thoroughly search your house to make sure you're telling the truth.
1: Mate, if it's a quarantine issue, they're going to search your house. They it's like a they get a search warrant out. They go through everything. There's like heat radars. They they go through your whole house, mate. It's they go, you know, they're they're tossing drawers, they're going through roof <laughs> spaces, they're punching in walls. You're not getting away with that shit. Sniffer dogs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll wrap it up shortly, Adam. But there's, there's a lot of footballers in real life. But um, Dylan Buckley was an interesting because they've been able to talk this week, but maybe Giants want to bring back Kohler. Cost living allowance.
1: Well, they're starting to talk about how they are being forced to lose players because their salary cap is at uh, bursting point, mm. and it just—it seems to me like they're going. We really want to keep Jeremy Cameron, but we don't think we can keep Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. Because um, he clearly wants a contract. He's—how weird was that? They took him to Rockpool with Stevie Johnson and. Um, uh, the head of Channel 7. head of Channel
0: 7 was there, yeah.
1: So you know what that Which means. I found very interesting. So that's like, uh, tell you what, mate, you re-sign here and we'll pay you uh, $6
0: million to do the weather on Saturday mornings. Oh, that looks like someone's getting a hosting gig on Holy Moly, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting because, uh, now let me think about this, let me think this through. So they've taken a 50% pay cut, haven't they? Is that right?
1: Yeah, maybe it's about 30, I think it was about 30% even. He, yeah, he yeah. lost about half a million dollars
0: this year. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So if he kind of say say he's under a million, okay. Yep. He's got. And he
1: was supposed to get he was supposed to get one point five this year, and he walks away. I think with about a mil. So yeah, it was about thirty percent. Oh,
0: that's right. And I think it's back ended too.
1: Yeah. So that that's what they did. They back ended his contract. So it's actually. COVID has happened to him at the absolute worst yeah. possible time. So, so if it happened to him in year one of that contract, it probably cost him like 200 grand. It'd be but fine. Now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because, I mean, that would probably... Be, isn't Buddy heavily back-ended as well? So Because yes. they also don't know if they're going to have to do it next year as well. So yeah. if he did sign a new deal and then you lop off the COVID amount or you cross yep. your fingers and go, hopefully I can just get the full amount. What I'm trying to say is you're a grub, Cameron. You're a grub. <laughs> 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 but,
1: yeah, so... Um, GWS have come out and go, fuck, we'd love the cola back because it's so expensive to live up here in Sydney, Mm. which, again, was the reason that it was brought in in the first place. Yes, yes.
0: Now, I'll make this point again. A few years ago when they got rid of cola, um, the AFL said that they would offer rent assistance to people in Sydney were earning under the average AFL wage. And at that time, the average AFL wage was $265,000. So if you were earning under that, if you were earning $250,000, the AFL would still chip in 50 bucks for rent, eh? Hey? That's not bad. And Xavier Richards
1: couldn't afford it. He wanted out. He, he wanted back to Melbourne. Remember that?
0: Well, Dylan Buckley said when he was up there, he said he couldn't earn money. Sorry, he couldn't save money. He had to dip into savings every now and then. He was on $75,000.
1: Yeah, and he said he's unable to save money in his first in his two year stint, and had to dig into his savings to cover groceries and bills.
0: Yeah, so I think what's the article say? He rented a place for six fifty a week, a sheet hole with someone else. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I did the sum.
1: So I think seven fifty a week rent for a two bedroom house, which he had to split.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what's that? Seven seven fifty a week. I did the sums earlier. Um, that's. So it's three thousand dollars a month. S- Okay, for him, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and he no, he's half
1: that. He's fifteen hundred dollars a month rent for him.
0: Okay, fifteen hundred. So that's uh, yeah. three times six. That's eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen a year. How did you work that out? Double rain man doubled fifteen. Yep. And then times... Oh, th- multiply by times six. Times six, yeah. So, yep. 18, so yep. 18. 18 grand. 18 out of 75 is... Yeah, okay. You know, 57. It is what it is. Um, and I looked up what he would have been taxed that year. So, he would have been taxed... He would have got about roughly 57 grand to take home. Okay. So, take 18 out of that. it's down to 39 odd. So, sheesh. Got to tighten your belt, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I wonder too, like, you know, he said he had to take money out for groceries and stuff. You could easily eat a lot at the club. Uh, that's a really like, good point. do
0: they get fucking breakfast, lunch and, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And if you're hitting the buffet, you just hang around a little bit longer, a couple of rolls in the pockets, a little bit of meatloaf in the other pocket. You got yourself a sandwich. I mean, there are there are ways around this. I mean, a man can subsist on protein shakes alone. He I don't believe was trying hard enough.
0: Now I've lived in Sydney for a long time, right? So mm. uh, yes, the rent is more or property is more expensive. Yes, yeah, so you can. Add, you know, I, I if I had this place in Melbourne, uh, I reckon it would be um, hundred bucks cheaper, maybe eighty bucks. Okay, eighty bucks cheaper.
1: That's why you come to Melbourne, man. But That's why we don't need the cola down here.
0: I don't. I haven't noticed that like restaurants are more expensive or pubs are more expensive. Only uh, from comparison to Melbourne, I haven't got enough you experience. Know what? Actually,
1: when I go to Sydney, I always find that pubs are about twenty percent cheaper. Okay, ten to twenty percent cheaper in Sydney than they are here, particularly and at restaurants as well. I always think that Melbourne is quite exy for going out.
0: Yep. Okay, and I'm thinking about transport and stuff like that. Park well, he'd park. live.
1: He'd live near where he trains. He'd have a. He'd have a car. You would have thought. Um, also, you've got a lot of. Um, he's out west, so there's a lot of um, what do you call them? Uh, pokies and leagues clubs. Very cheap beers if you want them. Very cheap meals if you want a meal out there. There are easier ways to get around, Dil Yeah, you could have done it cheaper,
0: mate. Yeah, people can hit us up, but I, I find it's really just the your accommodation that is the actual problem, not the not the f- food and going out or whatever. Um, so, anyway, uh, he got axed by the club, and he uh, had to move back to his dad.
1: <laughs> that is very true. But he's on a very successful podcast now, so he's doing very well. No,
0: he's a lovely character. Yes. Uh, for uh, Football and Real Life, Adam. Let's roll. And don't forget our live show after the grand final, Sunday, 4 o'clock. From Brad. Uh, your discussion of Chris Scott's wife and his current beard-driven hotness reminded me, yes. We, we okay, so we, we need to go Yeah, we, to we need to clarify. We kicked that off with uh, uh,
1: Chris Scott's hotness, and then that led us to asking, does he have a wife? Yes. It wasn't driven from wife or partner, Chris Scott's yeah. wife. Because yeah. he's
0: a man of mystery. We kind of don't really know. Yes. Uh, he doesn't talk about, you know, Mrs. Scott. Mrs. Scott doesn't have a horse named no. after her or a t-shirt brand. No, uh, she doesn't say funny things. Your discussion of Chris Scott's wife and his current beer-driven hotness reminded me of when I was on holiday in a resort in Kingscliff a few years ago. And who do I see lounging by the pool, either Chris or Brad Scott? Couldn't tell which. Luckily, okay. his wife yelled out Chris to him at one point. I had a brief chat with, him, uh, with his wife because our kids were playing together in the pool. Uh, the Chris I see on TV is either yelling at someone or looks like he's about to yell. So I thought, maybe on holidays at a beautiful resort, he might relax and crack a smile. But no. He looked just like he does in the coach's box the whole holiday. His wife <laughs> his wife is
1: lovely, though. Oh, that's nice. But also, he's probably thinking about, you know, footy-based things, yeah. you know. He's seeing the kids splashing in the pool, and he's like, how would I shut down Dustin
0: Martin? Yeah. You know, just little things like that. He, he can't turn off. No, he'd see, like, his kids mucking around in the pool, and he'd be just like, fucking, that's not how you do recovery, mate. Yeah. Uh, from Sam. uh just listening to this week's episode of the pod, re the Essendon Tullamarine chat. Uh, yeah, because we were asking about where it is. Like, where yes. did you actually go? Uh, for about six months, I worked in an office building next door to the Essendon Training Ground. It's on Melrose Drive in Tullamarine. Uh, I can confirm that area. Now, that's,
1: that sounds lovely. Melrose, you think, you know, Melrose Place. You think... You think it's a bit, you know, bit Hollywood, yeah, bit sure. LA,
0: yeah, Melrose Place, you know that show where yeah. they, they're always fighting, character assassination, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, fun things. Can I confirm that area is one of the bleakest in Australia? I uh, hated the job, so to keep myself sane, I used to go for long walks at lunchtime and would usually walk around the perimeter of the training ground. Uh, it is sterile and boring as all hell. Um, I can understand why the players hate it. Yeah, he doesn't say which training ground he's on—is the MCG or is it Marvel? I mean, it could that could be change completely things. different. Yeah, from a yeah. view, yeah. You go to um, MCG,
1: fucking great party time out there. They don't like—they don't like training at Marvel. No one likes going to Marvel.
0: Yeah, sure. Like if you go to Niagara Falls from the Canada side, it's yep. quite ta- quite tacky. Like it's got a, like fast food restaurants and parlay kind of games and shops and stuff. On the Canada side. On the Canada side, but my friend she yeah. she tried it again from the Buffalo side. And she was yeah. like, "It's it's it's really nice, and it's not got none of that."
1: That is very surprising. That is really weird, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. you have
0: no idea. Like, I just kept walking along, and then I was all like, "There's a Madame Tussauds and stuff like that." But I think it's like a knockoff Madame Tussauds. You know, really weird. It's not a real Madame. Um, however, one uh, street over is a fish and chip shop, which does the greatest burger I've ever had. I Still miss it to the day. <laughs> this day, but not enough to take that job back. So swings and roundabouts.
1: Oh, there you go. But you can also, you know, you can still, uh, I suppose, unless it's within 25 kilometres, you can't head out there, Sam. So that's, you know, it's a toughie.
0: Hmm. I wonder if we can try and find the name of that place. Give, it a, give them a pump up. Get a sponsorship. Uh, from Nathan. Uh, junk timers, I've got a football and real life story. So, saw Demar Burton in the stands watching a Saints Hawthorne game a few years back. I went up to pay my respects to the mm, the great man and went in for the handshake. <laughs> uh, but he went for the fist bump. I ended up shaking his fist. He got up from his seat great. and left immediately. I like to think <laughs> he still wakes up in a cold sweat thinking of the handshake that could have been.
1: Uh, there, there is nothing, nothing worse than butchering a fucking handshake. Uh, I used to do stand-up about it. But you know when you do that and you go to go in for the handshake and you mistime it and you like just grab fingers or something and you're just like oh fuck this is there's nothing less demeaning than a shit handshake
0: or going in for a kiss on the cheek and they kind of aren't expecting it oh I mean, that sounds creepy but like or going yeah. or put you go in a handshake and they go the hug and you go oh that made me just it makes it look like i don't like them as much as i should or something
1: I think the worst one is uh, a standing hug to a seated hug you know when someone goes to hug them and they're still seated and you go can't be done yeah. cannot be done you cannot you cannot do a hug while someone is standing
0: and one is seated it just so, doesn't work so Give here's, it a, up. Forget here's a, here's Pat a pandi- them on the head here's a pandemic question without notice do you think handshakes mm. handshakes are, um, can't can be around for a long time
1: uh, they won't be but people will go back to normal you go back to what you know hmm.
0: I have I would imagine I've I'm sick of the elbow touches you ever done Like elbow right on elbow I've Fucking done elbow touches Oof, You've got to be careful i done elbow touches I, th- I can't remember The last time I did a fist bump but Probably back in my, my Rapping days <laughs>
1: <laughs> You um, are very white
0: uh, We're going to hit the road We are Junktime Alpha pot At Gmail Twitter Facebook And The Gram See you on Zoom Go Cats Go Cats, cats.